Welcome to the Wellness for Women show, where we talk about life, weight loss and everything in between. I'm Faye Caseman, founder of the AAA Way Life and Weight Loss Programme, and I'm here to help you put together the pieces of life and weight loss for one last time. This is an episode of the Wellness for Women show, filmed live in the free Facebook group. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 69, 69 dudes, <laughs> of the Wellness for Women show. And as it was episode number 69, I couldn't resist having a little treat for you today. I couldn't resist the whole uh, joke around number 69. Uh, so if you're uncomfortable with a little sex talk, this may not be the episode for you. Or maybe it is because maybe my guest could help. They call her the sexy, sultry siren, obviously. She is a sex and intimacy coach who guides and empowers individuals and couples on their journeys of self-discovery and sexual liberation in a safe and judgment-free space where you can openly explore your deepest fantasy spheres and curiosities. Now, doesn't that sound all very, very exciting? So let's welcome Tiffany Keeping. Hi, thanks for having me. Hi. Uh, yeah, no worries at all. No worries. Like I say, when um, when this came up, and I was thinking, oh, shall I write some write some content myself? Because obviously I'm a life coach, so in theory, you know, I could do any topic. And I was like, no, I'm going to get an expert in. And I was thinking, I know what you do, so I'll I'll call you in to join the join the show. So thank you for joining us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. And I think we're gonna have a little bit of fun tonight. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a different one. Uh, so if you can't tell, obviously, anybody who knows me and has been watching the show will know that I'm in the UK. Tiffany is from Canada. So, again, we've, we've managed to negotiate the time zone issues and all that kind of thing. And we made it. And uh, so we were all very, 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 very proud of ourselves for that yeah. fact, if nothing alone. So tell the listeners and viewers, uh, Tiffany, a little bit about you. What is it that you obviously I tried to give you the big up, big up there, but, you know, Tell us a little bit more about you. Well, um, I'm a sex and intimacy coach. I also have a bookkeeping business. Um, I'm a mom of two and married to my wonderful, fabulous, supportive husband who's at work at the moment, who right before the show actually sent me a text just telling me, he's like, good luck today. I love you. I'm like, <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, you know what? It's really nice. This summer we will have been married for 19 years. So oh, it's, good. It's, yeah. it's nice still getting those texts every once in a while. Like, yeah. let's be honest, 20 some odd years in, sometimes uh, stuff kind of just yeah, absolutely. Things can nat naturally fizzle, isn't it? And uh, yeah. like say, after 19 years, you know, certainly there the can be quite a bit of uh, difference to a relationship in comparison to the the start. For sure. Yeah, because you you tend to just, I guess, kind of rely on each other more. Like you're just always there. <laughs> yeah, it's not like other relationships. It's just like they they've been there for 20 years. Like. Yeah, part of the furniture. Exactly. <laughs> Just as you are, where everyone's part of the furniture. And yeah. I'm, uh, I, I have a couple, a uh, dog and a couple of cats. Who, what if my dog currently is sitting underneath my desk, laying on my feet. <laughs> That's good. So, we did, so, so Tiffany did forewarn that if there is a dog bark, don't be surprised. <laughs> and I said anything goes. It's very informal having yeah. coming on and just having a, a a chat about what it is that we do and just generally shooting the breeze. So, so yeah, I uh, I, I I'm really interested in in helping uh, 
individuals and couples just really kind of reignite that that passion that sensuality mm -hmm. that's that that sexuality within themselves because in doing that within themselves will also then obviously allow that to even blossom further as a couple mm -hmm. um because I think I, and I'm assuming as a as a fitness expert and weight loss expert, you it's the same. It, everything starts in here, yeah, absolutely. for all of it. And so I I really um I really want to help couples kind of just reengage in in intimacy in a relationship, not just the sexual aspect, but also the uh, the the personal intimacy, the emotional, mm -hmm. the financial. All of those things that play a part in what ends up going on in the bedroom or conversely not. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just creating a really safe space because I think a lot of times people are curious about trying things and then they're not sure how people will react. And, <laughs> and, it, and it, you know, it, it just, it's 2023, it's time. <laughs> it's time. And especially yeah. as women, it's time for us to, like this is the time where we can finally explore judgment-free without any of the shaming stuff that just is happening like mm -hmm. I, i'm not here for any of that stuff it's not happening it's my just watch not, anyways. not on my watch not on your watch no. it, it's interesting actually that you say that like 2023 and and i think you know there is um there is a lot more openness nowadays mm -hmm. than there used to be and you can see the the, the difference in the generations as as we're developing, you know, in terms of sexuality and everything like that. And even, you know, obviously I'm 21, haha. <laughs> you know, when I was a, a teen, 10 years ago. Um, <laughs> um, but again, it wasn't the done thing, you know, it was, it was still, sex was still a very taboo subject when I was growing up. You know, my mum my and dad aren't prudish or anything like that, you know, there's nothing like that. But um, sort of that generational, you, you see, when we're working on weight loss and I'm also training to be a belief coding facilitator which works more on your subconscious and your beliefs mm -hmm. and so we, we learn quite a bit about generational trauma and so although you know that that will come through in sex and intimacy as well isn't it because as you say you know we weren't allowed to uh, express our sexualities as women and um yeah. again, yeah and, and and explore you know anything like that talk about it you know show ourselves etc whatever it might be so oh absolutely yeah it's it's um it it makes me every time i see like a, a tiktok and stuff where you see uh relationship coaches and there's a lot of them out there i'm not even going to genderify it now but mm -hmm. who are like well women and their body counts and here and you should be intimate with your partner two to three times a week otherwise you should dump them and i'm like what are we saying so essentially we're now quantifying relationships based on completely on sexual intimacy and not anything else to do with a relationship yeah we're quanti we're we're qualifying a person based on how many people they've they've had sexual interaction with Mm. seriously yeah. like well, how many times per week by the sounds of that isn't you know, it and how many like, times per week not... if you're in a relationship with them and i'm like what? really like no this is this is not okay like you're if you're in a if you're in a couple you should have sex as often as both people want to it should always be enthusiastically consensual there is mm -hmm. nothing about like oh it's been forever i'm just gonna do it well mm -hmm. 
who wants to do that? That's that's like that's the thing we do when we look at the dishes in the sink. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, exactly, like really, yeah. like I look at this and I'm like, is that what your partner's gonna want when they when they're 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 trying to have fun with you? Is you feeling and looking like you're about to go do the dishes even though you really don't want to because you're tired? Like yeah. no yeah. one wants that. I'm like and I'm like, I, it just, I, I, it, it makes me so sad that we're seeing some of those old shame circles that I think both me and you grew up as, as women showing up again. Mm. Yeah. And, um, purity and virginity are, are the most important things. And I'm like, not even for the yeah, purity of the virginity, but it's, it's one of those things where it's also, like I say, it's each, it's each to their own, isn't it, really? Yeah. And this, this is the most important thing um, for me, I think. And, and one of the, the things that I certainly teach from the weight loss side of it is that, you know, anytime somebody is shooting on you anywhere, you know, if somebody's saying you should be doing it two times a week, three times a week, otherwise your relationship's this or your relationship's that, it's again, it's just putting pressure on, on the situation, isn't it? And then if you feel pressure... Um, your thoughts you, you're going to get thought spirals going on negativity and you, you know you as soon as you feel that pressure you you again you're losing that intimacy and you're going more like you say into people having to do things as chores and it's so important for people to find their 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 own unique way really yeah in that intimacy well, it's the, it's the same with the, the shame spiral world that happens in the weight loss world. Everybody gets these meal plans and we all have a great intentions of following the meal plans and the workouts, but nobody bothers to look at what you're currently eating and be like, okay, so how can we navigate what you currently enjoy? Because let's be honest, mm -hmm. we all have like the same 10 things that we love that we rotate every week or other week, right? Like if you love tacos, tacos show up on your menu every week. Yeah. <laughs> in some version or form right so instead of telling you you can't have tacos like just it, no can we change the the narrative so you can have tacos but let's see if we can change it so that you can eat your eat a, a healthier version of the taco can we sub out some of these things or add some of these things to make this something that's more nutritious for your body but you're still enjoying the thing you love mm -hmm. and the same goes with with any relationship um and, and with intimacy and sex is that at, you and your partner need to navigate what works for both of you and most mm -hmm. importantly talk to each other if you're not feeling into being intimate and stuff then you know what there's the first thing you have to do is kind of go inside you and see what's going on with you and why is is it that we need to go see a doctor because there's something behind the scenes that actually needs to get checked out treated or is there something going on for you personally work stress too many too much stuff going on in the house financial mm -hmm. problems it's something like that that's causing stress or is there something that's going on within a relationship you and your partner are not seen eye to eye on or, or or things just aren't working for you and if so then it's time to have a conversation with them and say hey you know what this thing is really bothering me mm. and it's it's upsetting me so much that i don't feel like i want to be close with you right now can mm -hmm. we talk about it can we can we work through this and you know what if you if you need support and help that's what i'm here for there's other professionals who can help if if that's something you feel more comfortable with is going to see a counselor depending on how deep the issue is mm -hmm. But it's one of those things you have to go inside first 
journal about it, think about it, meditate, whatever works for you. I love to pick up a heavy set of weights because that's where I get a lot of frustration by the end. I'm so tired that I'm like, what? okay, it's time to lay down and just meditate. I have to get, I, I have to get the monkey brain gone. And the only way to do it is to, yeah. <laughs> to force it out. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it's, it's just, it's, it's one of those things like I want, I want couples to, to interact and to treat their partner as I, I hate to say it as they, they would want to be treated because you know what you mirroring or modeling for your partner, what you love and then explaining to them what's what you love about being treated that way or why you love treating your partner that way. You know what? It's normal for us to get triggered that little child, that inner child gets triggered and things. But I think the part we fail to do a lot of times in relationships is tell our partners when we get really upset, why we're really upset. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah, or struggle to communicate it, I guess, isn't it? In a, in a healthy way. And that then if, and again, it's like you said, though, it's about being able to communicate with yourself in a healthy way mm -hmm. first usually they, you know it might be an overused saying but again you've got to put your own life jacket on first and and it's kind of the same same, same for weight loss same for like say sexual intimacy um and about knowing yourself and like yeah. saying knowing your own triggers really I think sometimes when we talk about relationships I think there is a lot of button pushing that can go on and not necessarily in the sexy sense but <laughs> <laughs> you're pushing um, those buttons you're not getting the other buttons pushed we'll put it that way we had a homer simpson moment hey <laughs> should i press that button should i not? yeah <laughs> but, it, um, but, but it's, it's true all through that isn't it as well like you say you know the communication as a whole um looking at like so what goes on no doubt i'm, I'm sure you spend time looking at what goes on it's like I say it's not just about what's in the bedroom is it you know and it's like the same with food it's not just about what happens with eating weight loss is far far more than just food and movement but yet yeah, you'll see a lot of people just say just eat less and move more yeah if it, that worked you know that's not what it's about you know it's about how life and weight loss go together and no doubt's the same for you it's about how the whole holistic package of that person and then that relationship so you're kind of adding in all these dynamics yep because yeah, it, and it, it's exactly what it is. It, mm -hmm. it, wouldn't it be easy if we just gave a prescription for everything? Oh, here's, you just have to eat this and move this much. Yeah. Yeah. You it, just it, need to have sex two or three times a week and your relationship will be fine. Yeah. Yeah. No, but like, I, I know there are people out there that those are the prescriptions, but I'm like, you're, you're just giving them a bandaid to put over top of the, and, and guess what? every time you rip that band-aid off because you're gonna mm -hmm. <laughs> the scab yeah. gets bigger and bigger and it bleeds more and it more and I'm like it just it doesn't resolve the underlying issue about why that that sore is there to begin with yes and yeah. so yeah I, I I like I I encourage couples especially if there's an argument like there are relationship coaches out there who say you should never argue with your your partner and I'm like mm -hmm can't help it <laughs> i'm like i'm like are we all perfect people like i can't i i haven't lived with my sister for <laughs> 20 some odd years now but i'm like there is still the odd time 
me and her will still disagree even <laughs> as adults and i'm like that's like i you could have disagreements with your friends this is not we are human beings and and an argument rarely has anything to do with the thing you're talking about but something oh. deeper underneath and so what i try and encourage couples to do take a moment to separate for a minute and you know go take a moment especially the person who's really <laughs> because in most arguments it there's one person who's really obviously tends to be a little bit more emotionally heated mm -hmm. um, and take a moment to just I, I hate to use the word meditation because some people like the word some people like loathe it and they're like oh my god somebody's telling me to meditate again but really go in and, and and go in and see like what what is going on underneath why is that behavior that statement the person said the thing they're not doing whatever the case may be frustrating you hurting you making you so angry that you're willing to start a huge argument yeah. over it because yeah. people have started huge arguments over dishes in a sink well is mm. it really the dishes in the sink it's making me, uh, yeah, it's making me think of the breakup, you know, with Jennifer Aniston and um, Vince Vaughn, where she's like, it's not about the lemons. <laughs> because it's really not. In the grand yeah. scheme of things, the lemon's just like the straw that broke the camel's back. It's, yeah. it's that, that last thing that went on the pile. And you're like, oh, I can't handle anymore. <laughs> because yeah. it, it really isn't. It's not the dishes in the sink or the lemon or any of those things it's it's something underneath and I, a lot of the times it tends to sometimes stem back to even childhood mm -hmm. interactions with friends interactions with parents any of those things mm -hmm. and that as a as a as a child your needs weren't met in a situation and mm -hmm. so communicating that to your partners is important your partner yeah. doesn't want to intentionally hurt you because that's not why they left the dishes in sink was to to piss you off mm -hmm. i'd say 99 percent of the time that's <laughs> not why they did there's always the one percent but it, it's it's going in and saying to to your partner like hey you know what when you do that this is i had this going on when i was a, a teen and you know what it, it i felt unsupported or hurt or abused or uh, ignored by my parents or my friends or whatever the thing was that triggered it. And because of that, when you do this, this is how it makes me feel. Can yeah. we talk about a way that we can work through this so that I can feel mm -hmm. loved, supported, cared for, whatever the the thing I needed was? Because mm -hmm. um, all of those underlying little things stacking on top of each other tends to be where intimacy and sex challenges <laughs> kind of yeah. start eroding and happening because it's all those little things the dishes the lemons film worms whatever it is i don't know what the equivalent would be but you know like when you hear a song and you can't help but sing it and i have that and then i also have film reference issues as well yeah. <laughs> no it's okay it's the not filling up the car song. which for all the for any <laughs> Yeah. Any of the women out there who are listening whose husbands harp on them for the not washing the car, the not cleaning the car, for, not, the, the not filling up the car when it's supposed to be filled up at a certain, I don't know. My husband always does it. He's like, it's that a quarter of a tank when you fill it up. I'm like, because it's not on empty yet. <laughs> He's like, you're not supposed to do that. It'll wreck the car. I'm like, 
<laughs> that's a belief really isn't it you know that somebody's instilled a belief that if you go below a quarter of a tank you'll wreck the car i'm not an engineer it may well be true but <laughs> you know what next time i take my car in, i'm gonna ask the yeah. front desk person because she will have asked because i guarantee i won't be the first person who's ever asked she will probably have asked the mechanics and the mechanics will say Oh, fuck's sake, not this again. <laughs> not this chestnut. Why is this marital this week? <laughs> yeah, why this one again? Did somebody post something on social media? <laughs> right? Just perhaps but, one of the urban myths. Yes. <laughs> Just to create and there's so many design. of them. And and the the urban myth that, you know, um the there's there's so many of them, even just in intimacy and, and relationships. Um and I and I think when you're consuming a lot of uh content from social media you're you're seeing a lot more of these things like mm. men need to be validated by having you having sex with them or touching them da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. uh i i is that really the case i don't think that's the case for all men that might be the case for some men but it's one of those things i'm like instead of listening to joe blow or jane doe on the internet talk to your partner how do yeah. they feel what do they need mm. because how does that work for you isn't it like you say it's it's not um this is the thing everybody's unique you know like you're saying you've got all those different life circumstances that made us all unique and exactly where we are right now yeah. and if you're just trying to give one solution to everything this is why it doesn't work and again it always fascinates me that no matter what topic i end up talking about it it's like that's just like weight loss <laughs> but it is because i think it's just how it works isn't it you know it's how we work it's how we work as humans which is why i wrote over here somewhere <laughs> it's all backwards coach podcaster and human because yeah. it's, it's that human element to all of us that is what we've got to tap into isn't it you know yeah. the human that just wants to be loved and respected and adored or whatever it might be in intimacy and um and again that then can knock into our food as well yeah and food could obviously knock into the intimacy as well so you know if they if the body parts aren't working properly <laughs> it causes challenges yeah so. but, or you know what if you're feeling exhausted because the food you're eating isn't fueling your body properly yeah. that's going to play into it like the nutrition plays into so many aspects of life including mm -hmm. your sex your ability to even just be personally emotionally intimate with somebody because if you're exhausted all the time you don't have the energy to give to that person yeah yeah and again um, there's so much in that in terms of the physical the emotional the environmental all sorts of things come into that isn't it so again it's not just about the people it's sort of the life circumstances as well and where they're at and yeah and 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 kind of digging in okay so what's going on in in your world right now mm -hmm. yeah and just starting there right because mm -hmm. i yeah and it, and you know what it really it's even in in the world of sex itself, that's one of those things. People are like, well, they they assume somebody likes to be touched this way or likes to be kissed this way or likes it. I'm like, because the last person liked it that way doesn't mean the current person likes it that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Check mm -hmm. with your partner, ask them, do they like this? What do they like? What have previous people done that they liked? Mm -hmm. Are you willing to try it? What aren't you willing to try? What would you like to try? Mm. I know these seem like uncomfortable conversations, but I'm like, 
you need to, and that's why I said, I think it still stems back to, you need to figure out what you like yourself before you feel comfortable asking somebody what pleasures them, be it emotionally, physically, sexually, what some people yeah. really love just being hugged. Mm -hmm. Some people hate being hugged. With yeah, I say, know, know which one that is, isn't it? And know, know yourself. And then, like I said, the communication side of that, isn't it? You know, feeling comfortable. And if you're feeling resistant to communicating that with your partner, exploring that resistance even, isn't it? Yeah. And why, and why do you not feel comfortable sharing that part of yourself and kind of digging in with uh, with a coach, with a, with a therapist, with somebody who can help you even dig in. Well, what's, why is this feeling so uncomfortable for you? Why are you feeling afraid to tell this person, mm -hmm. unhappy to tell this person, angry, whatever feeling or emotions coming up, what is going on in here that we aren't able to communicate with our partners? What makes us feel good? Mm. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or that's... why can't we hear what makes them feel good? Yeah, and that's the thing. If it's not, and if it's not bringing you joy, and not necessarily just in the sexual pleasure sense, but just in, like you say, the, the the person like you said earlier that's actually sat there thinking that it's the equivalent of doing the dishes or something, you know, then that's that's that, that's not joyful. It's not a pleasure, and we we go towards pleasure and move away from pain typically, don't we, as humans? Not necessarily always, but you know, again, and it, but but it's the. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and that's pleasure, a whole kind different, of, different category of uh of uh podcasts that we were really we can to, do that we will definitely do that podcast later because those are um opposite sides of the same coin for yeah. some people yeah. um but that being said that's still something that you should be a, you have to at that point if that's something that you're interested you have to be able to communicate with your partner yeah and yeah. that trust needs to be there 100 percent there is yeah. no room for error, especially if you're getting into um, any sort of um, styles of kink. You have to be solid. You have to trust that person mm -hmm. with literally your whole body and yourself mm -hmm. and your emotional self, too, because just like uh, doing a really intense workout can really actually like put you in a, in a highly emotional state. So too can being in a, a really intense sexual experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> We've all gone and ran on the treadmill and had that like nice glidey feeling after. <laughs> I know I, you can get that from, uh, from a good Shavasana and yoga too. If you know how to do it right. Yeah, I've had people say that. They've they've done a, a really good shavasa with me, and as they're leaving, you can see that like that almost mental floaty feeling. And yeah, it's one of those things point, like, um, you, you don't want to leave somebody in that state without any support or care. Like obviously, if you mm. teach yoga, I can't keep my students locked up forever. <laughs> I have to let them leave the world. But your partner, you should be there to, to, to talk about what do you need? What do you need mm. to make you feel supported, to make you feel cared for, to make you feel loved, to make you feel nourished and nurtured? Mm -hmm. And that goes for both people in a relationship. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's, 
it's a, it's especially important, I think, when we're really de delving into the world of sex and anything that kind of goes. Actually, just in general, doesn't matter what type of sex, because that kind of care and nurture should be there no matter what. Yeah, every, sure. every human needs that. And like you say, caring and nurturing, like say you you yourself, your mind, body, and soul yourself, so that you know yourself as as best as you can be, and then know your partner as well as you you can be, and everything like that. Yeah. So yeah almost perfect sense so do you tend to work more with individuals or or the couples or a fair mix of both um i i i tend to work more with individuals but i i work with both um mm -hmm. i haven't decided whether i want to specialize in one or the other because like the, the thing is is that sex and intimacy are not exclusive to any g gender mm -hmm. or any type of couple specifically yeah. either and so it's it's really one of those neat industries where you can get you can work with everybody because it's not exclusive it's same with fitness and nutrition right yeah, yeah. women it, it just everybody. depends on what you're perhaps wanting to um perhaps whether you've got like say as a coach whether you had an interest in relation like the relationship side especially of it or whether you're interested more in like you say the sort of the um you, your own the exploration of like mind body soul and the individual and yeah and that isn't it yeah and yeah currently I tend to see a lot more women show up into my world because mm -hmm. I, I'm finding women are are they're opening up more to exploring themselves and um different fantasies and mm -hmm. taking those fantasies and make, making them reality um mm -hmm. and and learning uh, how to do them in a safe way that that feels good to them and to their mm -hmm. partner or, yeah. or even just to them it can just be mm -hmm. and it could be partners I shouldn't just say partner it could be partners yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but really yeah. in the grand scheme of things it life should be about pleasure mm -hmm. do you think it's about bringing it's it's as I say giving people that um safe space to build their confidence exactly because it's 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 why I I as I was designing that that little uh, guide that I uh, had have created that fail share share with you guys later. Um, I was trying to think of a way. I when I created it, I wanted it to be accessible and available to all genders, and it to be something that felt comfortable for people to just kind of wade into the water. Mm -hmm. of possibilities of things they could try and fantasies they create um, for themselves, for their partner. And um, because they, I think people want to explore themselves. They're just, they're unsure how, mm -hmm. they're not sure how to be safe. They're, they're scared. Maybe their partner will reject the fantasies they want to explore. There's, there's so many things to kind of unpack there. And I'm like, here's a way that will feel really easy and safe and you can try and I and I had designed it with a bunch of different types of things be it sensory play be it be it bondage be it like and and I am talking about a silk scarf so everybody don't panic <laughs> don't panic yet but hey each of us enjoy different things and you know what I like I tell people like if it's something that's really viscerally you have a strong no about mm -hmm. Yeah. that is a that is a no you're not going there no one's going there if if it's something where you're like yeah i want to do it 
go have fun. If it's something where you're like, I want to try it, then you know what, try it. And you know what, try both sides of the coin, you being a receiver. And then also the other side of the coin where you're the one who's the giver, because you might not enjoy being blindfolded, mm-hmm. but your partner might. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it, it's one of those things, like as long as it's, when you're delving into those types of things, having a rock solid communication channel is and trust or like they are everything mm, they're, they're, yeah. they're everything you have to be able to feel comfortable to say no to say stop mm-hmm. or if you're into safe words doing that as well and you have to know that your partner will respect that no matter what mm-hmm. 110 yeah. percent of the time yeah, like you say, trust being the the key thing, and then it, it might even be that you need to do quite a bit of um, work, like I say, with a couple or an individual, no doubt, to get them to the point where they can trust again, depending on what their past has been as well. Exactly, and as a as a sexual assault survivor, like I I I, I can definitely empathize with with how that can make you feel and some of the fears that can um that can awaken with that and i there there may be times that i will have a client who they will share that with me and i will send them to a a professional to to have some some conversations and to actually get some professional help to to heal that Mm -hmm. because it that that type of trauma and injury can go so deep and funny enough can bleed into so many parts of your life including as you well know, food, <laughs> food yeah. and weight gain or loss, yeah, weight control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if we want to say the 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 words of uh, eating disorders, yeah. or can can be triggered by that. And so, yeah, and, and then there's also the side that if that has happened to you, some some people don't share it with their partner. They're too afraid to even share that with your partner, and it's. It's one of those things, hopefully at some point with, with the right professional help, be it for me or with somebody who's, who's actually professionally a psychologist, depending on the situation, or they can be supported to feel comfortable enough to finally speak their truth to their partner. So their partner can understand Mm. where they're coming from and why. Um, Cause yeah, it's, it, it can definitely be one of those things that, can bring challenges into so many aspects, not even just in the, in the bedroom, but so many aspects of a relationship with someone else as well as with yourself. Yeah. And also trust, you know, whether it be something um, like they've been cheated on in past relationships as well, isn't it? That probably comes up a lot as well. And Mm -hmm. yeah, again that once that trust is is gone you know it's it's tarnished isn't it and it's it's that thing again it all comes down to the beliefs isn't it that if you know you're more likely to then think that you're perhaps going to be cheated on again and look for those signs then and that kind of thing yeah and it and it's one of those things um kind of just encouraging people to be okay with the fact that that they were hurt. Be okay with the fact that it, this horrible thing happened to them, and 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 being cheated on is a traumatic thing. It mm-hmm. it changes you and your perspective 
not only with part your current partner and future partners, but even with your friendships, mm -hmm. with your job, with your relationship with your food, because self-worth as well, doesn't it? Yeah, because you you essentially, I think the trust issue tends to be with your judgment mm -hmm. and that trust issue is internal. Mm -hmm. I picked wrong. I should have known. We can we we all know the the rhetoric for any of us who who have been cheated on before that it's well I should have known. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't have picked that person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, why why did I choose so poorly? Why would they do something like the the narrative just and then the spiral happens and yeah and it, and it, you can't bring your past ex's garbage into your current relationship and put it on mm. your partner mm. because that person may never ever betray you ever yeah and that, that's the difficulty isn't it that again we tend to do that don't we as humans you know we bring our past into our future and we create our own realities by by bringing all of that crap and baggage with us and obviously a lot of it is done subconsciously we, you know and again sometimes um yeah. We don't we don't have we're not given the tools to go back and and do this kind of work on ourselves and although and you can do it by yourself but it's not as easy as if you're doing it with a coach and like saying that safe space and somebody talking to you about it because sometimes you can um do some you know do, do as much thought work as much journaling meditation as you want but you can go around the same like until the cows come home trying to <laughs> yeah just going around in a circle where it's actually somebody can help you to just see it from a different perspective can't they and then and then that can unlock and another then, piece for you and another piece then yep you can yeah. move on to the next uh the next steps and parts of yourself mm. things you maybe haven't had a chance to explore because you've been so locked into this box mm -hmm. of stuff that you've missed all of this mm -hmm. yeah um I, and you know what i i bet even with food you notice this people bring in their um the eating habits from their childhood, from their yeah, families. We have a relationship with food, just as we have a relationship with ourselves, with um, other, you know, human beings at the end of the day. We can also bring forward, again, actually family food histories and traumas. Yeah. You know, again, we'll have um, certain beliefs that have been passed down generationally from, you know, some, sort of the war, you imagine like the food and the restriction that was around there. And then we went in and then there've been abundant times. And even myself, I'm an 80s child predominantly. So I tend to eat a lot of beige food because and, and because beige food was more invented than, you know, like ready meals and, um, you know, that kind of thing. And we had tuck shops and sweet shops you know, corner shops with sweets in that you know, are still high up there because, you know, that, that was the, the, the treat after school to be able to go and and, and do this, you know, and... and um, Donald's days, oh my God. Yeah, and um, and I've got a relationship with um, baked goods because I had a, a lovely little nan who I'd go and I'd go to after school, we would bake together, you know, so again, if I'm feeling a bit low, I want baked goods because that's kind of like the warm hug, you know? <laughs> right yeah well and that's the thing so like those types of um activities or things that help give you that comfort mm. with food tend they they also happen with intimacy and and with uh i, I don't want to use the word sexuality because but it, it, within your sex life as well because you know what 
I, I talk a lot about this little inner child, but you know what? I know when I was in my twenties and people were all talking about inner child in the early two thousands, cause it was like the thing I thought everybody was nuts. Mm-hmm. Now being in my forties, I am able to be more open-minded and look back. And I'm like, that's why that I, that's yeah. why that thing comes up for me. Mm-hmm. That's how that got triggered for me. Yeah. That's why I don't feel da 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 da. Or when my husband does this thing, this is why mm-hmm. it just, I lose my ass. <laughs> okay. It happens. We all sometimes lose our ever loving mind and we remove ourselves from the situation and we go and sit in our room and <laughs> we put the music on and we, <laughs> we have a moment with our pillow. <laughs> I have a good discussion with it. But I, I, I've started now just going instead of screaming into the pillow, putting my head down onto the pillow, like within the last year, that's what I've been doing is putting my head down on the pillow and just taking myself back. Okay. So where did this start? Mm-hmm. It is another part of my life that I felt like this. Mm-hmm. What happened? Yeah. Because if you can go back and look, you can see kind of a pattern of this is why these group of things trigger this. This is where it started. Mm-hmm. The the my my father was had abandoned us, and he went and moved on and got a new family. So da 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 da, mm-hmm. as an example, right? Yeah. Um. And so yeah, it's it's one of those things. Like it, it's interesting how much all of these things in our life intersect. Yeah. Like what you do and what I do, they intersect with each other. Mm. Yeah, no, very much so. And, and one of the things I'm, I'm conscious of um, time for everybody is, as, as I did forewarn at the start, I could talk all day. But um, <laughs> it, one of the things I think that was um, on my mind thinking about this topic as well was, was again, our relationship with ourselves and our bodies, you know, because I'm very much as, as much as I want to help people lose weight, I want to help them to lose weight with love. And, I, and that includes being body positive and working on your body positive top body positivity all the way down in your journey as well you know and because it's it's you've got to love yourself you've got to love yourself first and if you love yourself everything else will will fall into place and that comes from like you say unpicking some of these pieces little bits of the past in a safe way to then come forward and that's what we can help unlock as coaches certainly with the belief coding because that works a lot like say in the subconscious so it is sort of tapping straight into the inner child because it's tapping tapping straight into the subconscious but um and it's fascinating what can cause those issues so I had for example I've just stopped biting my nails these are my my nails and uh, I I did at one point and then I went back I did and then I I reverted (laughs) but again this that happens isn't it and that um but for me, it was because supposedly because I lost a doll when I was three and then poof, the, the the compulsion just went. And some of the memories that I've kind of gone back to tapping into it through this subconscious work um, for things like keeps taking me back to a, a memory that I had when I was a child. And I wanted to show this nest in front of the school uh, like um, uh, and my teacher went, oh, that's nice and stuck it on the side. <laughs> So many things seem to go back to that. But when you think about it, you know, it's sort of, I, I think I must have been about five or six, something like that. As an adult, you're kind of like, well, that means nothing. Why Why? Why is this so important? But actually my self-worth was clearly very hit, you know, and I remember that I wanted to, um, 
I, I took it in with a purpose. You know, I took it in because I wanted my classmates to like me and I wanted this to happen. I wanted the teacher to like me, you know, all the things that you would expect a little child to want to happen. And when that didn't happen, it clearly was quite a poignant memory. <laughs> um, so it's surprising what you can unpick by, like say, doing the work and trying to go yeah. back and seeing what it is and it doesn't necessarily have to be a big massive thing it can just be something teeny tiny that actually just makes the difference that once you find that little nugget it changes your changes yeah. your beliefs on things when well, I can definitely feel how that would I, I can definitely understand and relate and and feel how that how mm. how much that would hurt because you mm. you'd feel so unimportant in that moment something yeah. that when kids come and share something that's that they, they love it's because they want to feel important and seen mm -hmm. and so I, I I'm sorry that happened to you because I'm like oh, I can't okay. <laughs> well no I, I, I can't I it's like but that's nothing you know I don't exactly throw myself to sleep over it but but it did it's it's, it's impacted like say clearly it, it knocked into worth and um mm -hmm. actually being you know like say visibility so you know and friendships and different different bits and bobs so it's surprising what what that then I haven't done it based on intimacy or anything like that but again you know like say who, who knows where that could have led to if it was that kind well, of well and you know what it it probably does and you and you don't even realize it because yes. you, at that point we're told that you weren't important by the mm. teacher that you weren't worth being seen you mm -hmm. weren't worth being heard mm -hmm. and so I could see how that would maybe at some point really bring in when you're having conversations or deeper intimate conversations with people, you would may choose not to share so much yourself because you might be like, well, that's not important. They're not going to care. Yeah. And it's, it's a funny thing, but then when you start to think about these things, so again, we were, you know, we were as, um, as kids, um, I don't know whether you had to do this in Canada, maybe you're a bit more refined, but like if you forgot your pee kit, you had to do your pee kit in your, in your pants and vest. I mean, it would be abuse nowadays, but, um, <laughs> you know, we had to do it. We had to sort of strip off from our clothes and do it in our pants and vest, you know. And and I was uh, I was I wasn't um, I was one of the larger children at school. And so it set me off right from a young age with sort of body comparisons and that kind of thing. So, again, when you look at my history, it's no wonder, really, that I struggled with food when I go back and I see these little you know these say little experiences are quite a big experience really yeah. that, that like say you forget about but actually you kind of think well yeah it's no wonder really you know we're all sort of stood there all shy about our bodies kind of thing so how's that going to knock in that's going to knock into well it's, I always say these things go one of three ways you either take it negatively neutrally or positively yeah. <laughs> so somebody might have been like strutting around like a peacock look at me in my pants and vest you know but for me it was a very negative experience I was very self-conscious I was subconscious and I then had very low self-esteem all the way through probably until like say my 40s really when I've started to do the inner work that we're talking about and mm -hmm. it's changed changed everything you know whereas I wasn't we weren't given those tools when we were little enough to deal with no those. we weren't and I remember I I still I have a memory um I I would have been probably in grade eight yeah and seven eight and I remember I was I conversely was one of those really like skinny kids like mm -hmm. uh it, it just it was what it was um and and on top of it being you know taller than average like I'm five seven so I'm not exactly short and I grew to be 
over five feet. Like I was one of the tallest girls in grade five and six. Mm -hmm. And so I remember vividly people teasing me when in health class, we had learned about eating disorders and anorexia mm -hmm. and bulimia and stuff. And I remember people teasing me saying, well, look at how skinny she is. She must not eat anything. She probably starves oh. herself. And that's why she's so thin. She's so, I'm like, for me, I'm like, I, I, I haven't even gone and delved into the work about what that probably yeah. <laughs> internally did to me because I'm like, that's it's probably why when I see people touting all of these meal plans at 1200 calories and I'm like, Oh, <laughs> why are we promoting <laughs> disordered eating? And it's yeah. probably why I'm so viscerally angry about it because like, mm -hmm. for me, I'm like, I got teased about it and it's not a funny thing. Like I, like I, it's, I, it took me a while to even be okay with not answering or responding when I'd see people posting stuff that, that oh, would no. even trigger that for me because I was like, this is not freaking funny. I never suffered no. from it, but I'm like. But it's a trigger and isn't it? In like, yeah, and, and, and thinking back now, I know why. Mm. I, I didn't suffer from it, but I also, I, I viscerally understood how devastating this would be Mm. two people if they did suffer from this and i'm like i'm like you realize that eating disorders are not about the food mm. yes yeah and it's the it's same not about the food. overeating as well you know whether yeah. it be again a it's lot not of about the food who no, are, overeating the body, yeah would would this would perhaps describe that they feel addicted to food you know or that, that they've got food um you know, it's because they feel good when they eat the food it it, it it yeah. gives them like that dopamine hit. Yeah. It makes them feel comforted and, and safe mm -hmm. for the moment after mm -hmm. they're done. It mm -hmm. no longer fulfills yeah. that need. And yeah, it's so, yeah. Unlocking all of those little tidbits and secrets mm -hmm. within ourselves is so important. And yeah, body positive, like body positivity is so important because you know what? The, there can be problems that you have in the bedroom because you're, you don't feel comfortable in your own skin and how you look that you yeah. even want your partner to see your body. Absolutely. And again, that can be a person of any size as well, yeah. isn't it? I mean, that's the thing. I mean, I think body positivity, typically when it's, it's thought of, a, I would have said most people would think, well, that's about, again, people who perhaps occupy a larger body, but it's not. You get people who occupy, like say, a, a more slender body, like the example that you gave when you were little and you can be judged just as much, or you could be judged for being tall or judged for being short or whatever it is isn't it and it's again it's about what you've what you've taken on in here and what you've taken on in here head and heart yeah. so absolutely and and um, hiring coaches like us who can help you navigate those those little tidbits because they bleed over to mm. all of the places of your life your job and the fact that you won't speak up for yourself to go after that raise you deserved mm -hmm. five years ago mm -hmm. <laughs> right absolutely. because you think you're going to be rejected because that's the the narrative that you have brought forward with you from past experiences and or allowing that employee who works beside you to be um I hate using the word Karen because I always feel so bad for all the Karens out there. <laughs> but it's one of those things like I like that that person who just like mercilessly bullies you in the office and you you don't feel the confidence or the self-worth or the self-love to, to put up a boundary saying, no, I'm not accepting this. And if you don't stop, I'm going to HR. 
Mm-hmm. And well, it's so many things, like allowing your mother-in-law to treat you like crap. Mm-hmm. Sorry well, if you are a mother-in-law. Mother-in-laws are like that. Local Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Not all mother-in-laws are like that. I can attest. My mother-in-law. <laughs> My mother-in-law is awesome, and I and I and I don't say that just just because she really is awesome. <laughs> My kids are with her right now, um, but I, you know, or your mom who likes to pick at you and make jokes about the the clothes you wear or how your clothes fit or what you're eating. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, this goes on, doesn't it? Yeah, just all it, the people that can influence, you know, the people, the situations. Um, and then ourselves yeah exactly or even in our businesses not Mm -hmm. feeling comfortable charging uh what we're worth Mm -hmm. not feeling comfortable to put up boundaries with people saying hey you got a one hour boxer with me Mm -hmm. i'm not doing two hours with you unless you want to pay for an an additional hour and absolutely i will but i'm not gonna work for free because i'm worth it in all of these different places i'm going to choose to nourish my body with food that makes me feel good and actually helps um my muscles stay strong and my bones stay strong and Mm -hmm. my teeth look beautiful and my skin rather than choosing food that um i i don't i hate using the word bad because foods there isn't really bad food that's just a narrative yeah, we, we, don't, yeah, we don't i don't um i t- tend to steer clear of bad and good as well but it's, yeah. it's like I say it's a very common narrative that's used yeah. isn't it but it, again it's it's is that um it is it, it is that narrative that you have to watch out for because yeah. you know and it's a bit like treat food i've banned the word treat food as well because you know as soon as you put it on a pedestal again it's it's saying you can't have something when absolutely you can i mean i'm in i'm an intuitive eater uh, you yeah. know that's what i teach is intuitive eating so you can have whatever you want you know and the principles behind that is about um soft nutrition so like you say trying to find foods that work for you but you know but conversely you could be allergic to strawberries so you don't eat strawberries you know so it's it's one of those things where yeah. you have to find out about you and again what you like what you don't like your patterns your triggers um exactly the same sex yeah. <laughs> yeah, this, it's same thing and 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 i it's why I said I really loved and why Sue Johansson inspired me so mm-hmm. very, very, very long ago. And for everybody out there, if nobody knows who Sue Johansson is, He's on YouTube. please <laughs> go to YouTube, um, look her up. There was, she was on the Conan show at some point and Tom mm-hmm. Selleck was on there with her. And it is the most hilarious thing you will ever watch. It's, I think, Five, maybe 10 minutes at max but i'm like if you need a laugh for the day you're just gonna have so much fun because here's this like little like grandma showing up with her bag of sex toys on <laughs> yeah. Tom Selleck, of all people <laughs> well, and big show from wwe so it's like <laughs> yeah. and of course she has to go in and talk about uh size <laughs> With three men and oh my god it's just like the whole thing is just it's absolutely hilarious um because we all know how some men can be about size and importance of yeah. <laughs> put it that way again that's that's got to be important for what you do if you're working with a man because again that's again it's what's been told it's what's the just the it's the like the jokes and the media isn't it you know and then it's it's one of those where all of a sudden we're 
again being self-deprecating about ourselves before somebody else can get in there you know joking about that or even like you know Mm -hmm. even like things like size of your feet size of your hands whatever you know and it's just like all this crap that we all have to deal with from wherever it's come from (laughs) well and the the funny thing is is that it, it starts creating this narrative for men that the only important part of them is that one part yeah. And that that's the only part of them that can give uh, their partner pleasure. Mm-hmm. And then that's their narrative in their head. The only mm-hmm. thing that they have to bring to the table is the that part of their body. Mm-hmm. The rest of them doesn't matter. And, uh, and, and that whole narrative causes a whole bunch of other garbage to happen oh. in their lives because, and it, and it's not true. And, and on top of it, men then get told the narrative that that's the only part of their body that they can feel pleasure with as mm-hmm. well and mm-hmm. that's totally a, a fallacy yeah, mm-hmm. of, of epic proportions mm-hmm. and so yeah your, society's garbage because mm-hmm. there's no other word for it society's garbage mm-hmm. and the media's garbage uh, mm-hmm. like it, it's time to change that like the, these the 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 stuff that we're teaching uh our kids ourselves are at uh, like our parents even as they age like it's time to just throw out the book and let's start a new one because the the, the stuff that we've been teaching is so wrong. Like yeah. it, it, and that's why I, I think the most important thing for all people, and it doesn't, it doesn't matter if it's a weight loss journey, an intimacy journey, a sex journey, a, a business journey. The first thing you need to do is sit down with yourself and figure that out. <laughs> and, and, and it's a work in progress forever. <laughs> Like that, yes. you're not going to figure it all out in, in one meditation. Well, yeah, <laughs> accepting that is part of the the, the the journey is actually what it's about, not the end result. And exactly. um, because but, I think that's where we all get stuck in the we, we all get stuck in the results line sometimes. Again, whether it's again weight loss, wanting to get to goal, business, completing in a, in a sexual fashion, or whatever it might be. You know, sometimes again the journey is what's the important part the journey is where you learn the journey is where you connect the journey is where you grow and develop as a person the journey is where the pleasure is yeah yeah that's like when you when you you look back on even like a vacation Mm -hmm. it's the journey of all of the little things that you did that make that vacation so special not Mm -hmm. i went there yes yeah yeah it's it's all the little things that you do along the way and that's yeah it's Mm. it's one of those yeah it's it's definitely it's important that people realize that we are work in progress for Mm. our whole entire lives and the things that we liked in our 20s aren't going to translate in our 30s or our 40s Mm -hmm. 50s 60s 70s 80s all the way up and that it's important to to check in with yourself all the Mm -hmm. time and be like do I still like doing this thing? Mm. Is this pleasurable? Is this enjoyable? Mm-hmm. If, yeah. if you hate salads, why are you sitting there eating salads? You can yeah. eat vegetables in so many other fashions. If you hate salads, stop doing it just because the Kardashians do. Somebody <laughs> said you've got to eat salad. Yeah. Well, I lost I lost 70 pounds and I hardly ate any salad. <laughs> so. well, because if it's not something you enjoy, you're not going to eat it. Yeah, That's exactly. the thing. That's what I said. If you're trying things you like. 
yeah right, and i love that and that's exactly what i teach is just like you say if you want tacos then you find a way to eat tacos that that means you can still do do what you want to do you know or maybe you do trade in a salad a couple of times a week so that you can have the tacos whatever it might be you know yeah. but again yeah. do it do it with love um on, again on both of our, our compassion with yourself and mm -hmm. and yeah, love, love for yourself. Cause really in the grand scheme of things, that's what it boils down to. All mm. of the, all of what me and you do is all about self-love and self-acceptance and mm -hmm. finding that pleasure again mm -hmm. within yeah, ourselves for all of our lives yeah. and all parts of our lives. Mm. Actually, this reminds me of eat, pray, love this, this whole conversation. <laughs> 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 now that we're doing movie things, we went never to seen it, actually. I know that I know of the film, but I've never actually seen it. Maybe I'll go watch it now, as well as this uh, the 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 suit Johansson that you suggested. Oh my gosh, uh, you'll you'll have so much fun watching it, and it's not very long. And you're just you'll probably watch it, and then you're gonna be like, okay, I have to see more. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll see why she was so inspirational. Because at the time she she started doing this, like there was no one really doing it. Mm -hmm. Like she had started in Canada, and eventually they they had uh, allowed the show to be shown in the States with a bunch of exception because, mm -hmm. you know, the States has, will show all of the gun violence, but talk about sex and there's a problem. <laughs> I was um, thinking, could I stick a big warning on this somewhere, but there we go. It is what it is. Whether we got shut down, I don't know, but we'll see. <laughs> well, if, yeah, if, it's was, if you could put even just one of those warnings under the bottom that we, mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know if you can make it viewable for only 18 and older, but then we never talked about anything very explicit either. So no, I'm like, no, sure we didn't right. talk about anything you couldn't figure out if you were 13 or no. hadn't heard in school. I don't think, no, I don't think so. but yeah, it's, um, it's, it's the journey within yourself, I think is the most important journey and doing that with a coach definitely is very helpful. Cause you know what? I love doing mirror work, especially with body positivity stuff. Mm -hmm. Telling your telling yourself awesome things in the mirror is can be one of the hardest things to do ever. Um, and having a coach there who can support you when you have one of those days where it's you can't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's just like mentally, emotionally, you just, you, you can't, mm -hmm. you're, you're, uh, I, I literally took a lipstick that I will never wear because brown lipstick's not my color. <laughs> and I, I wrote on my window, on my mirror in my bathroom one day in lipstick because I was feeling, um, really defeated and, uh, fearful and stuff. And I wrote on my mirror that I am brave. So mm -hmm. I just wrote, I am brave in the corner of my mirror. It's still there. I haven't, I haven't erased it. My daughter's like, I, I wish I had that on my mirror. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, we can find a lipstick that mommy won't wear and we'll write it on yours if you want. You can have, we can write whatever you want on it. Yeah. Um, and I, and I, I think the thing is, is that had I tried to do this six months or even a year ago, I would have been, I, I it would have terrified me because mm -hmm. I have to be seen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and there's one of my childhood triggers right there being seen and I um and so I I like if I keep telling myself that I am brave then even in the moments where I don't feel brave I can still be brave 
absolutely and you grow from it you will as well so that's amazing <laughs> so as a tip for people if you need a mo if you if you if you struggle with doing daily mantras write it on your mirror you and you have no choice you will uh, you will read it to yourself multiple times a day as you brush your teeth as you wash your face you do your makeup mm -hmm. and it, it'll just eventually internalize and you can change it to different words on a regular basis then things that you want to remind yourself yeah. i am strong yeah, absolutely. I love that. <laughs> right? Great tip. Yeah. Okay, I think we probably should let everybody go. <laughs> we yeah, we'll, we'll do part two with the, with the more explicit stuff. <laughs> yeah, on on. Um, well, you're we'll more than welcome to come into the membership as well, where it's a little bit more of a different space to be able to share things. Um, maybe at some point in the future as well. So um, we'll, we can talk about that another day. But uh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, thank you ever so much for coming on the show today tiffany and uh let's say watch out for the description box and comments coming up on the videos i'll make sure that i'll drop tiffany's links um in the coming days so keep checking back for it and other than that we will both love you and leave you and uh obviously if you want to chat to any of us you know where we are and uh, we'll see you all again won't we absolutely and if you guys have any questions tag me and drop me in the comment drop it in the comments and i'll i'll absolutely. go in there and try and answer them as best i can for you guys yeah perfect thank you Tiffany. have a wonderful rest of your evening i was just about to say day but <laughs> yes thank you <laughs> thanks for listening and don't forget if you want to boost your life and weight loss the triple a way check out the relevant links for today's show in the description speak soon